Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Time for our second hour of the show, and we're getting ready to fire up some fantasy football discussion, the latest news and notes, everything going on the field. Howard Bender's going to join us to go over how you should work through running back handcuffs and a couple of sleeper tight ends. Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit down the left Lenny Meldick is with us at Lenny Meldick on Twitter, Lenny Meldick Fantasy Sports.com. How do you respond to trade offers that are just awful? Well, first of all, I, and it's interesting, Eric Carabell, who is, is going to win the Labor League, uh, I'm in, I think, fourth place in Labor, uh, which probably means I'm in eighth, all right, but, you know, we're on the year, so I'm allowed a certain uh, thing here. So Eric Carabell contacted me and wanted to make a trade. Then he's offering me very fair offers. I take the position I will never trade. If I'm out of contention, I'm not going to win. I will never trade into the first or second place team unless I get a big advantage. I just won't do it. I don't think that any league should be won because of a stupid trade made by another team that's not in contention. Okay, that takes care of that. Now, how do I respond to stupid trades? I'm trade offers are given to me because people think you're not paying attention. Very simple. Don't ignore them. Always respond, say, no, thank you. Okay, but here's what you should do in the event that somebody offers you a stupid trade, in your opinion. Write back very politely, please explain how this trade helps me. And oftentimes you'll be in a Seinfeld episode when you read uh, how that trade could help you. So uh, I think that's a polite way. And chances are, I think I've done that around 50 times. I probably have not been answered around 45 times. Okay, so that makes sense. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's how you respond to a, a trade that seems ridiculous. Back Fantasy Sports today. Craig Mish here with you. That was the voice of Lenny Melnick. In case you missed hour number one of our fantasy baseball discussion, you can access it on demand on iTunes or Stitcher or any other podcast for our fantasy baseball hour. But it is time now to fire up some fantasy football discussion. If you have a question or comment, here is the phone number to call. 844-843-6879. Again, the phone number is 844 844- Eight four three six eight seven nine. If you want to talk to me here on the show or Sean, who is producing the second hour of the show as well, feel free to call us and say hello. If you have any questions, we will certainly get to them uh, on this show today. But first and foremost, let's give you the latest as to what's going on in the world of fantasy football. Like a little bit of a quiet day, which is normal here as we you know, head into the third week of the NFL preseason, just so you kind of know and give you a little bit of an idea Uh, You know, most teams at this stage are done with NFL training camp, and so it's simply a practice and preparation for games. And we got games coming up Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and so 
Well, what we'll do here on the show in the second hour is always get you ready for those games and some things that you can expect. I am very hopeful, by the way, that we get to see a better sampling of some of these players in week three than we did in week one and week two. But there is no telling what these coaches will do as it stands now. We're still uh, a little bit less than a month away from the football season getting started, but it's really time to dive in. I know a lot of you have your drafts for sure. Uh, quickly, just going back to last night, I caught the highlights, not the live game. But Jimmy Garoppolo, boy, uh, that's not a way that you want to be featured on national television, that's for sure, with a quarterback rating of zero. He has the weapons there now, and I do own him in my Dynasty Fantasy Football League. I think he'll be okay, but the overreaction train is, is has gotten going for sure this morning off two things. The first would be Jimmy Garoppolo not looking great, and the other would be Emmanuel Sanders looking great. And we'll talk to Howard Bender about that coming up a little bit later. But look, I I think that you know who Jimmy G is at this point. If you're drafting him as a QB1, you need to make sure that you have another guy as a QB2 that can help you replace him. If he doesn't turn out to be a QB1, he should not be in the conversation as the first five quarterbacks for six or even seven. He's a back-end type QB1. And if he does better for you, then feel lucky. And if not, make sure that you got some good backup uh, options. Uh, In terms of Emmanuel Sanders, let's slow our roll, I think, a little bit. He looked great on one run, that's for sure. Not a great quarterbacking situation there with Joe Flacco. Not a great guy across the side from him. I think Cortland Sutton's a little bit overrated. So bottom line is, are you still projecting Emmanuel Sanders to have 85 catches and 1,000 yards this season? If you are, I think that's being a little uh, too optimistic. Uh, reports on Marquise Brown of the Ravens, a little bit of a ways away. You can safely ignore him in any of the first 15 rounds of a fantasy draft this year. That is for sure. Uh, Deontay Foreman was placed on the injured list. That shouldn't come as a huge surprise being let go by the Texans. What were the Colts really going to do with him at this point? So uh, I don't know what the deal is with him at this point. It's been injuries, ineffectiveness. They're saying that they needed more out of him. Safely ignore him on draft day. I don't think there's any reason to own him. You may see him in the last few weeks of a year, uh, but that is about it. And then, of course, this Antonio Brown saga just keeps going on. He's back at practice today, so that is a good sign. Let's just hope, honestly... Uh, that this whole thing with Antonio Brown was just him not wanting to practice. Like, let's just hope that that's what this was about. He is he is moved down from the late first round to the third round and fourth round of a lot of fantasy drafts at this point. There's still a lot of value there. I think Derek Carr's a good quarterback, but you kind of know what you're getting. There's a lot of risk and a lot of reward for Antonio Brown. No doubt about that. All right, coming up next, we're going to dive into the latest. Uh, there's some news on Andrew Luck. Also on Duke Johnson, we'll get to that as well. And then this report on the Bears with David Montgomery coming out this morning. This is something that you really got to pay attention to. Last year, for some reason, and we'll talk about this next, rookie running backs didn't come through for the first time in a while. You have data from the last 10 years that show you rookie running backs succeed. What happened last year with all those guys that were busts, except, except for our main guy, of course, last year? in Saquon Barkley, but beyond that, there weren't a lot. Will that change this year? We'll kind of go through some of those options. You are listening to Fantasy Sports Today here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and coming up next, we dive into it all here on the show. So plenty more to come. Don't go away. More Fantasy Sports Today is next, including what Tim Tebow said potentially last night to the University of Florida football kids as they get ready to play 
the University of Miami coming up this Saturday. Our football discussion continues on Fantasy Sports Today next. Don't go away. MoneyNow100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you on the show as we get you caught up on the fantasy football world. As always, you can dial us up here on the show, 844-843-6879, 844-843-6879. That's how you get us here. You got any fantasy football questions, rankings, Anything else, make sure that you uh, get us here on the program. Uh, okay, so let's dive in a little bit more 
to some of the things that are going on the field today. Again, practices, getting ready for Thursday's games, Friday's games. Uh, let's start with Therese Pryor, who covers uh, the Bears for Yahoo Sports, with this report this morning on David Montgomery. Now, it's really interesting when you think about this. In the past, some of the best running backs in fantasy have come in their first year. And you definitely can look at Saquon Barkley, who went in the first round last year. Uh, in the past, here's kind of what happened. Rookie running backs would go in the third, fourth, fifth round and end up providing first round value. You can go as far as back to, like, what, Fred Taylor? Like, remember how good he was? He was, like, the first real rookie running back that was a stud. And then after that, people started becoming aware. And they're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't draft these guys in the ninth round, eighth round. I mean, Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, right? Those guys moved up. And both those guys, uh, Elliott, and then two, uh, three years ago with, or last year with Barkley, three years ago with Elliott, ended up coming through. And there usually is, out of about seven or eight rookie running backs, there's usually like five that end up being stars. It's just true. I mean, data just points it out. But for whatever reason, last year was the anomaly. It was the outlier. I don't know why it happened like that. And look, Philip Lindsay was pretty good, okay? A good year. Barkley, of course, was the best running back in fantasy, not named who? What, McCaffrey, right? Like, Barkley was phenomenal. But... Ronald Jones Jr., he was going pretty high in drafts. Rashad Penny was going pretty high in drafts. Royce Freeman was going pretty high in drafts, too. Darius Geis got hurt. I don't know if you want to put him in that same category. I don't know that that's fair to him. But just as an example, for whatever reason, the rookie running backs were bust. They were almost being... I, I compared to, in a way, the first-year wide receiver. As we know, the first-year wide receiver in both reality and fantasy, it's usually a struggle. They don't really come into their own in their second or third year. So I think that some people have gone back to that idea this year and are starting to temper their expectations a little bit for whatever reason. The NFL has mirrored fantasy to a degree, where it's unusual for a team to take a running back so high up now in the first round. P the, the running back is just not as valued. It's more of the system where you feel like you can find a guy for your system in the fourth round, in the third round, in the seventh round, and they end up being viable for you on the field in reality. And, of course, that translates over to fantasy. And so, hence, this year... When you're looking at the top rookie running backs, it's Josh Jacobs from Alabama, who, by the way, I'm not so sure is going to be great with the Raiders. And then after that, it's just kind of weeding through and finding some of these guys who were not taken as high and hoping that you can get higher ADP value from them after you take them in the fourth or fifth round, not having these disasters like Jones and Rashad Penny. I don't know that Royce Freeman was a disaster last year. It's just... He didn't end up delivering the uh, the value that you thought that he was. And so that kind of brings us to David Montgomery of the Bears. And David Montgomery, who I watched play for years at Iowa State, has probably, I think, as much or more value than any other running back going into this thing. And knowing how they use Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen, there it's there's no question that this kid's value should be skyrocketing. He's going way too low in every fantasy draft, in my opinion. So, look, you're going to have to probably pay now up to, like, a third-round pick, maybe a fourth. What happens if this guy does, uh, ends up with number one uh, with round one value next year? I think it's possible. So 
of all of the the climbers in ADP, I think that you'd have to put him as one of them. And there is some hesitation again from from people who were playing, thinking, "Oh gosh, I don't want to draft the next Ronald Jones or the next uh, Rashad Penny." But I mean, what if you're drafting the next Philip Lindsay this year? And Lindsay, uh, you know, Lindsay's numbers, you know, got he was hurt, and then he got. Remember, he punched. I think he Philip Lindsay punched somebody in a game last year and get kicked out of a game very early too. I think that was part of the the narrative of his season. But good running back there as well. Uh, okay, uh, Andrew Luck, let's get to him. No practice for Andrew Luck this week. And they haven't ruled, let's see, they haven't ruled him out of the game this week, but there is uh, still some question as to whether or not he's going to be ready for the first week of the regular season. I don't want to say that I'm that I'm out on him completely because there's always a spot for every player in a fantasy draft. But I'm still just a little concerned, man, with the way that the Colts end up doing their business. And if this is anything like two years ago, and then he ends up missing week one, and then here we are in week three or week four or week five, then you were going to end up wasting, let's say, a fifth-round pick in fantasy. And it's just not something that I'm uh, willing to do. Duke Johnson is practicing for the first time. Well, the second time he was practicing for the first time with Houston. Now for the second time with the Houston Texans. And this is just kind of all of what you believe with Lamar Miller. Uh, Look, Miller is one of those boomer bust type guys. He can throw up a week of 10 carries for 15 yards. He can throw up a week of 14 carries for 160 yards. You just don't know. But you got to make sure that, number one, if you draft Miller... Duke Johnson is the clear handcuff to him at this point. And the other thing that I would say is that I'm not a huge fan of the Texans going into the season. I think their numbers have been set a little bit too high based on almost nothing last year. So I'm going to make sure that if I have Miller, I'm going to get Duke Johnson. That's like a true handcuffing situation. And people uh, tend to compare uh, handcuffing situations around the league. Like as an example, the Kansas City could use multiple guys. So handcuffing may do you no good if they use two guys. Atlanta, historically, did it help you at all to handcuff uh, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman in the past? No, because, well, maybe it helped you last year. But in general, most of the time, they would use two guys. See, I don't see Houston using Duke Johnson a lot, but I know that they will if Lamar Miller goes down. And that kind of becomes a possibility. And you never know when a player is going to get traded to. That also has to factor into the equation uh yesterday the new england patriots made a couple of uh curious moves the first move is they let go of their uh their punter who's going to end up signing with someone else they probably just wanted to go a little bit cheaper that's when that happens after a player is in the league four or five years they start to accrue a higher salary like a kicker and a punter and then they just you know want to go cheaper and so their punter will end up somewhere else uh but dontrell inman visits with the new york jets uh, I don't know. Like, even if he makes the team, is this really anything? A couple of years ago, we thought with San Diego that Inman would end up being something. It never really worked out that way. He was more or less a wide receiver for a bi-week fill-in. Any player that leaves the Patriots, what in general is the success rate? On the field, coaching, they always get the most out of their players. And in this case, I think it's just a complete pass for me. College football's first game is this Saturday. I can't wait. We are five days away. The Gators are up to a 
minus seven and a half point favorite over Miami as Miami starts a brand new quarterback. It's a new era for them. I've been very transparent. There are very few things that I root for in life. Fantasy players, gambling, and the Florida Gators. Those are the three priorities for me at this point. Uh, Tim Tebow spoke to the team last night. He's going to speak to the team again Saturday. Miami and uh, and the University of Florida also announced that they're going to play against each other in 2024 and 2025. So that is very exciting news as well. Does Miami have any shot in this one on Saturday with a brand new coaching staff, a brand new quarterback, and playing against arguably one of the best defenses in the SEC? Forget about Florida's offense. We don't, we're not really sure what they're going to be. They showed some good strides at the end of last year with a good quarterback and a good running back. But it's that defense that has a chance to really do some damage against Miami this Saturday. And with them going with basically a first-year quarterback who didn't show a ton last year, could be a danger zone in that game uh, Saturday. All right, we'll take a quick time out here on the show. I'm going to go through some of the AFC win totals for 2019, tell you who I like over or under. Don't go away. More fantasy sports today coming up next. Don't go away. money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone's single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. 
Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today, Craig Mish back here with you. As we got you until 2 o'clock Eastern, and then we'll turn it over to Adam Rodas and Dr. Roto. Full-time fantasy is coming up next. Also, Howard Bender is going to join us coming up in about 15 minutes from now. We'll uh, talk about all the things in fantasy. We got uh, our fun discussion with Howard about tight ends and uh, Howard and I tonight. By the way, we'll have our live stream. And um, tonight we'll do some NFL futures on players. And I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much, but I will tonight give you three DraftKings lines on receivers that I like, two unders and one over. I have a couple of quarterback props and running back props, and the ones that I do on that stream tonight, I'll talk about on the show tomorrow. So we'll uh, we'll leave that exclusive content, so to speak, for the Wager Alarm stream, and then tomorrow I'll review them. Okay, uh, let's quickly go to my opinions on the totals in the NFL, the season win totals. We haven't had a chance to talk about this yet, and those of you who know me, you know that just as much as I am into fantasy, I am into uh, sports wagering. I've done it for many, many years. And so now that it's becoming legal all over the country, it's created more content, of course, for us here at Sports Grid. But most importantly for me, I get to talk about it more freely, which is pretty cool. Uh, so I will give you my thoughts and I'll give you my predictions on this. Now, keep this in mind for those of you who do this and may be new to it, although I think we do a good job here uh, not just on uh, on uh, on Gabe's show, but also Sean and all the other programs that talk about sports wagering. But for me, there's no way that out of 15 win totals in the NFL that I would bet on 15. That would just uh, be throwing your money away. You can certainly give opinions on them. But what you want to do, for me at least historically, and I've done very well with this, is picking out two or uh, two or three of these and... Um, and then just basically going with them. So uh, we'll bring Sean in here for this segment also. He'll give his opinion, and then we'll kind of go from there. Uh, so, Sean, let's start off with the Baltimore Ravens. Their total is 8.5, plus 120 on the over, minus 140 on the under. Uh, Ravens play the Chiefs, Patriots, and Rams out of conference. They also play the Steelers and Browns twice. Both teams are expected to be good. The under is minus 140. That's a big number to lay. It would be a lean for me on the under 8.5. On any total, I would never go more than like 110 or 120 on the minus, and so I would just pass on it, but my lean would be toward the under 8.5 on Baltimore. How about you? Agree 100%. My lean is the under 8.5, but you're right. I'm not going to bet on that one. I'd I'd pass, but yeah. Tough schedule. You mentioned the Chiefs and the Rams playing that division to the Steelers I like a lot. The Browns are improved. So, yeah, I'd go under 8.5 for the Ravens. For sure. Um, The one outlier for me is the Bills. Their number is 7. You can get minus 120, 130 in some spots. I've checked. The under is where their value is at plus 115. Opponents' win percentage from last year on Buffalo is 480, which is near the bottom of the NFL. So that's definitely a good sign. They're out-of-conference games, Bengals, Broncos, Redskins. Of course, I like those uh, out-of-conference games. To expect a sweep of that is silly, but I think they win two out of those three. I think they also sneak in six more wins. I think the the thing for me, Sean, is that I think the worst-case scenario for Buffalo, which is what I always like to do, the uh, half-empty with these, the half-empty scenario for me is the Bills are 7-9, and nine, so I think that's your worst-case scenario is a push. So I will go over on the seven. 
Yeah, I'm going over as well. I, I, I like the, the schedule. It sets up uh, nicely. You laid it out there perfectly. And, you know, Josh Allen year two should be improved. The Dolphins stink, so that's two wins right there. So, yeah, I definitely like the over seven wins for the Bills this year. Okay, Cincinnati is six. They're plus 110 and minus 135 on the under. There is some discussion that the Bengals are the worst team in the NFL. We'll have to see. They don't have A.J. Green, of course. Their road games this year with the NFC West, so they get Seattle. Lucky for them, it's a neutral site game with the Rams. I don't know that that matters. They play the Cardinals at home, so that could be a possible win. Jaguars at home, too. So the thing for me is that with Cincinnati, could they sneak in seven wins? I think that's a possibility. but. Wow. They look like the worst team in the AFC, not named Miami. I will lean toward the under, but the odds are too high for me at minus 135. I think the number looks good, and I think it's right here. So it would just be a lean for me on the under six, but I would not bet it. I'm a heavy lean on the under. Um, no A.J. Green. Jonah Williams, their rookie first-round pick, out. And if you just look at, at just what they've done in the past, last year was um, – a tough break for them with Marvin Lewis's last year. Now they have Zach Taylor, the new head coach from the Rams. What is he going to bring? First-year head coach calling plays for the first time. I'm a little nervous about that team, so I, I de- definitely go heavy lean on the under there. Okay. Yeah, it just wouldn't shock me to see them go 6-10. and 10. So I don't – I don't. And, and, and Andy I Dalton will, and, and – yeah, there's, there's a lot to I watch. mean, 6-10 and 10 is still terrible, you know. they go If they're 5-11 and 11 going into the last game of the year and they win, you push. And so I could see that playing out. So just be a lean for me. Uh, Cleveland's total is 9, minus 110 either way. Probably the most intriguing one on the board. Their first six games are tough. They play the Rams, Ravens, 49ers, Seahawks, out of conference, New England. Uh, They're at Denver. Denver's not good, but Denver's always good at home. So I am not going to jump on the bandwagon with everyone else and going over on Cleveland. I am going to lean under Nine wins for them. Everyone is in love with them. I think that they probably make a jump from last year, but that could just be a win or two. So they still have a tough division to play in. I think two years from now we're talking about Cleveland as a real Super Bowl contender. I don't think this year is the year, so I'm going to go under nine. Me too? Yeah, I'm definitely going under nine for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Like we said, uh, tough division there, right? They'll be good. They won seven games last year, and now they have Odell Beckham Jr. Um, And no Hugh Jackson, so that matters, right? So, yep. I think they'll be better, but you're, I don't know if it, it will show up in the win-loss record, though. And so, yeah, I'd definitely go under eight wins for the Cleveland Browns, but it'll be really close. Uh, Denver is over minus uh, 120 on the seven. Their under seven is even. Uh, last year, I took Denver under. That was one of my winners. Uh, it was two out of three. Denver, uh, by the way, last year I took Denver under. I took uh, the Bears over. And I took Seattle under, hit two out of three. I was nice. shocked how good Seattle was last Me year. Me too. A big mistake yeah. on my part. Yeah, I thought they would be horrible. They ended up being very good. It's completely wrong. Uh, Vic Fangio is their defensive coordinator. I don't think the Broncos will be good. Uh, just simply a lean here for me would be under seven wins, but I wouldn't bet it just because Denver at home historically can shock you and pull out a few wins at home. I could see them winning seven games or eight. So I'm just going to say lean under. I agree, and, and you basically summed it up. I mean, yeah. Joe Flacco, uh, how much faith do you have in Joe Flacco? And, no, and, they'll go with Locke eventually. Yeah, yeah so it, that's As I said worse. yesterday on the show, they'll get yeah. Keenum back from Washington. And they'll, they'll <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll start. Yep. All right, so my favorite one probably here, other than Buffalo, is under on Houston. Um, they're over 8.5 is plus 140. Their under is minus 160. So what I would do is search for an 8 and go under and get plus money. 
I don't trust them at all. They have no general manager. They do not have Clowney. They'll probably trade him. Kareem Jackson, I thought he was their best defensive player. He is gone. Teron Matthew was one of their top three defensive players. He is gone, too. They are the least creative team running the ball on 62% of first downs in the NFL, which is the highest in the last 10 years. So for me, I don't like them at all. It's either under eight and a half or nothing. I think Bill O'Brien is gone after the season. I don't like Houston, and I think they only win four or five games. So I'm very heavy on the under here, but I would try to get eight. That's a tough one for me because I like Jacksonville in that division a lot to improve this year, bounce back from their uh, five and 11 year last year. But the Texans, historically speaking, they're always around that number. So, you know, they have Deshaun Watson if he stays healthy. Uh, and Hopkins, it, I think it'll be tough. I think they're going to be right at that okay. number. That's a, that's a tough one for me. Yeah, the Colts would be a, a firm over for me, but we'll pass on that, not knowing on luck. We'll just move on from Indianapolis. It would be silly to do it one way or the other. Do you like the Jags? It. What are they at? Uh, Jacksonville, I would go over, but I would say that that number looks correct at eight. Yeah, uh, they won five games last season, so they'd have to win four more this year. That seems like a lot. Uh, John DeFilippo is there, a better quarterback in Foles. They play the Bengals and the Raiders out of division. They get Houston and Tennessee twice. You figure they split that. They feel like an eight and eight team for me, so it would just be a lean toward the over at plus one ten. But I wouldn't bet it. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely go heavy over. I think they'll win double digits. I like Nick really? Foles that okay. much. I think he makes a big difference with Blake Bortles. I mean, they were playing, what, nine in the box with Leonard Fournette, and Leonard Fournette actually will play this year, hopefully, if he's healthy. <laughs> hopefully, uh, right. Yeah, right. Well, hopefully. Let, let, let's say he plays. Uh, I like them over, uh, definitely over eight. Heavy, heavy. Okay. Uh, Kansas City, ten and a half. I would go over. They won 12 games last year. Their two losses – uh, of the four were a three-point loss to the Rams in that wild game and a three-point loss to the Patriots. I mean, come on. How, how in the world are I'm they going to lose? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't get this one at all, and it's even money. I definitely am over 10.5 wins I on have Kansas one for you. City. What about a prop bet? Pat Mahomes' TD passes this year, 36 and a half. Yeah, it's 36. Yeah, yeah. right, 36, 36 and a half. It, was, it, wasn't the ones that, uh, it wasn't one of the ones that I liked. So I pa- I didn't. You I, passed uh, on that. I mean, you don't have what, a feel one way or the other. Nah, I didn't really have it. Tomorrow I'll or yeah, tomorrow I'll do those. I have ones on uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, I can't give it out. I don't want to let it out of the bag though. Okay, all right, we'll save it for tomorrow. Show a little save tease. for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, okay, how much time do we have here? Do we have one time minute? To do some more. We have one minute. Okay, yep. uh, Chargers. I just simply passed on. The number was ten. Uh, the Dolphins. I am under four and a half wins. And I would expect more moves to come in the next week or two, Sean. So keep an eye on that. I think some other things that people don't know about are going to happen. So go under four and a half on Miami. I would go over on New England's 11. They've gone over their win total eight years in a row. They pushed last year for the first time. You have to go over there, although it's minus 140. Um, And you know what we'll do? We'll stop there. And then tomorrow we'll wrap up the AFC with the Jets, Raiders, and Steelers. And then we'll take a look at some of the NFC ones as well. Coming up next, Howard Bender will join us on the show. You can always listen to our show on demand 24-7 on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you hear podcasts. But we'll dive back into some fantasy football ADP and conversations with Howard Bender of Fantasy Alarm. So stay tuned to that. That's coming up next as well as some exit velocity. Don't go away. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The Morning Line. When you have 30, 40, 50 million dollars, you can hire yourself an awful lot of lawyers that'll tell you whatever the hell that you want to hear. They have no problem filing these grievances because guess who gets paid? The attorneys. They are basically trying any sort of loophole situation here to give him a one-year grace period, allowing him to continue to wear a band helmet while he transitions into the new helmet. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. And our football hour continues here on Fantasy Sports Today. And in fact, tonight over on the Wager Alarm website, the YouTube stream and on Fantasy Alarm, you can catch Howard Bender and I as we do our NFL futures stream and player prop stream as we take a look at some of the players and the overs and unders. And I think we'll have a lot of fun doing that. But before we get to all that, let's bring in Howard Bender of Fantasy Alarm and FantasyAlarm.com. Their guide is out for 2019-20. We'll get to that in just a sec. But I want Howard's opinion on everything that's been going on around the game. So, Howard, thanks for coming on the show. What's going on? 
What's up, Craig? Happy to be here again with you. I, yeah, I just I love hanging out with you, Craig. I, if I could do it every day, I would. Well, we already are doing it twice a week, so this is uh, this is fun. I'm so excited that we're back doing these uh, these live streams, and it just it it blesses my heart when I see all of these thousands of viewers who are checking these out. And I, I know we'll get into it tonight, but uh, before we touch on that, I kind of want your opinion. I know that you're probably in a half a dozen drafts at least that mean something to you. This year um what are your just kind of overall general thoughts on this fantasy football draft season it does feel like it's more about the players who aren't on the field again than it is than it is the players who are on the field i don't know from your perspective you're on the air every day how does it feel for you so far it's it's all drama and i, and I'm, I again i can't stand it i really can't stand it listen um i mean i don't have to get into the, all the the headaches and the nightmares of you know following a guy like Ezekiel Elliott or Melvin Gordon and they want more money and uh, and all the stuff that goes along with that. But, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, as a fantasy community, you would love to see us actually learn our lesson because here we are fighting in, in August and July, fighting about, you know, where to draft Melvin Gordon, where to draft Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, you know, what are we supposed to do with Todd Gurley and his arthritic knee? Uh, and, and everybody seems to forget that last year, sure, you rode Todd Gurley and, and James Conner to the, to, the, to the playoffs, but those guys all went down. So, I mean, it's, it's really, I think we, we overblow the drama so much here in the, uh, in the preseason because there is the, they give so little for you to talk about. Um, beat writers are writing fluff pieces. They're not giving you actual information. Uh, everything hangs on this, you know, the drama of a holdout rather than what the position battles actually are. So <clears throat> everything that's going on in the public, to me, you need to you need to sift through as much noise as you possibly can and really get down and dirty with the actual teams, their offensive schemes and systems, rather than sit here and keep getting hung up on the player names. Howard Bender is with us from Fantasy Alarm. You can hear him on satellite radio on the Fantasy Alarm show every day from 4 to 6 Eastern. And the one thing about you, Howard, is maybe unlike some others, is that you hold nothing back. And so when you get to the fantasy draft season, if people follow you on Twitter at RotoBuzzGuy, they get who you like. And, and you do that with all sports and baseball and football and, and fantasy and gambling, whatever you play, you don't hold it back. So don't hold back on me now. We are uh, basically a week away from virtually everybody drafting in fantasy football and redraft leagues. I think we are pretty much at that point where people are going to start drafting after this uh, preseason week. Uh, in your early drafts and even in some of the best ball formats, not who do you have most on your team. I think that's too generic. Who do you have most that you're happiest about at this stage of the draft season? Okay, uh, that's that's actually really easy. Um, I have tons of shares. I have so many shares of Dalvin Cook, and I'm so happy about it. I love this Minnesota ground game. People seem to forget. Everybody looks at Kevin Stefanski as the uh, the offensive coordinator last year, uh, taking over there. What people aren't realizing is that Mike Zimmer, who's on the hot seat in Minnesota, he brought in Gary Kubiak, who then brought in Rick Dennison to really work this offensive line 
find in this ground game. And you look at that Dalvin Cook. Yes, is he? Is, did he get hurt the last two years? Of course he did. Am I going to sit there and say no? I'm not interested in this guy. No, I'm not going to say that because I'm going to take him and then I'm going to handcuff him to Alexander Madison and make sure that I lock down the ground game that's run by Kubiak and Den- and Dennison. So I'm all in on Dalvin Cook with a with a Madison handcuff. I love David Montgomery. For Chicago, uh, I think he's going to push Tariq Cohen into the uh, into the background a little bit more because he's actually the complete back that Matt Nagy wants. Love me some Chris Carson, one of the most underrated guys. If I hear one more person, Rashad Penny, Rashad Penny, Rashad, screw Rashad Penny, <laughs> forget him. The dude's a bum. He's as big a bum as Ronald Jones in Tampa is. So give me Chris Carson in a run first scheme over there. And I am more than happy to. Wide receivers, whom I love. Listen, I will flip-flop between DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. I don't think you can have both on your roster unless you're playing in a best ball format. But those guys, those two guys are going to alternate back and forth with Cam. I like them a lot in this passing attack for Carolina. It's not ideal. But these are guys who you can get at a decent price uh, and you can really work. And you know who else, Craig? I'll tell you what. Tyrell Williams of the Oakland Raiders. If I have to hear one more nonsensical story about Antonio. do it so screw him give me tyrell williams on the other side of the field you know why because that dude's gonna be there week in and week out wow strong stuff from howard bender at rotobuzz guy on twitter just uh, curious i don't need a long answer here maybe a short one but you mentioned dalvin cook i talked yesterday on the show about madison um and this is great advice for fantasy owners to kind of practice what you preach uh, out of all of the shares that you have cooking what percentage do you have Madison of also? So, like, as an example, if you have 10 shares of Cook, do you have Madison in eight? Like, is that what is that your plan in all of them or, or just a percentage of them? It would have been 100% had it not been for some dude sniping Madison on me in a draft last night, Craig. I have him everywhere. I have Dalvin Cook. I made sure of it because, again, it's not that you're buying into the player himself. You're buying into the scheme. If you look at last year, it was like, okay, you got yourself Kareem Hunt, but if you didn't handcuff him to Spencer Ware and then handcuff him to Damian Williams, you would have been a mess. If you didn't handcuff of C.J. Anderson to Todd Gurley, you wouldn't have won your championship last year. It's about buying into the scheme. It's not about buying into the player. I get criticized all the time. I know we're talking running backs here, but I get criticized all the time for my excessive Vance McDonald love this year. Guys, go back and look at how many times Randy Fickner ran the 11 personnel package and had passes to his tight end. That's what you have to be looking at. It's not the name of the guy on the field. It's the coach calling the number. Yeah, and and Howard brings up a good point.
unfollow right now. If anybody says that they don't handcuff their running backs, I mean, you're pretty much a moron in fantasy. I mean, it's just, <laughs> that's the so way true. it goes. I mean, at this point, you can, you can make no case for not handcuffing your running backs. And you, if you're going to spend your draft capital in round one, round two, or round three in a running back and not back that up, that's like the equivalent of not having health insurance, you know? Like, well, I, I don't get it. Um, Howard Bender is with us as we uh, close out a little fantasy football conversation. For those of you who follow Howard on Twitter and also subscribe to his playbook, you would know that what he did last year, probably better than anybody else in the country, was identify on a weekly basis the tight ends to play in fantasy from a DFS perspective. Now, I don't know that we could translate that over to a season-long league, Howard, but do you feel like the success that you had last year in identifying which tight ends would score can help people in a season-long league? Are there a couple of tight end whisperer picks for you this year too, or do you think it's more of a situation-by-situation, game-by-game for you? Well, I mean, listen, obviously it's game by game when you're talking about the DFS world, but if you're looking for, you know, tight ends who thrive in a particular system, then, then yeah, like Vance McDonald is easily a, an identifiable guy there in Pittsburgh. You look at Darren Waller, a guy who people aren't even remotely drafting because he's so far down on preseason rankings, but let's face it, the, the, passing game that you're going to see in Oakland is going to be uh, massive. Their defense is terrible. They're going to have to throw regularly. They're not going to be able to hit Antonio Brown and Tyrell Williams on every single pass play, guys. You've got to get the tight end involved. Bruce Arians loves to get chunk plays to his tight end. Hello, O.J. Howard. So, I mean, yeah, there are definitely there are guys that you can grab throughout your draft Without having to worry about a Travis Kelsey or a Zach Ertz or a George Kittle, it's all definitely doable. All right, let's uh, wrap it up with Howard Bender tonight. You can catch Howard and I live on our Tuesday night live stream as we look at the early college football lines for the weekend. We'll also have some NFL futures plays and players. Let's end with this, Howard. Uh, last night we saw Emmanuel Sanders in the only game on the football television last night. So naturally there's going to be a massive reaction. But I would ask you this. Is there an overreaction this week when Sanders becomes moving up 20, 30 spots in average draft position? And, and was it just because there was one football game on last night? I would ask you that as well. Emmanuel Sanders seems to be the hot topic today. He's definitely a hot topic today, and this it's, that's fine. That's great. You know, if you want to if you want to base it on one preseason performance that everybody was watching, go right ahead. Personally, I, yeah. Listen, will Joe Flacco lean on Emmanuel Sanders? He's going to have to. But I mean, how long is it going to take before defenses start keying in on him? I think he is a good pick. He is not a great pick, and I think there's going to be a lot of issues in Denver this season so manny sanders he's okay but he's not moving up in my book one bit all right and his book is uh the fantasy alarm uh 2019 live update guide which you can purchase right now over at fantasy alarm certainly there's a lot of choices including the ones that we have for you here over with the roto experts but i would also tell you that make sure that you listen and group think how everyone thinks and then make your own decisions and you can make them just by going over to fantasyalarm.com. as i mentioned you can catch howard and i on the football live streams tonight, the gambling live streams over at wageralarm.com and also on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and like our streams, and they will get populated and sent to you immediately after they're over. Thanks again, Howard. Appreciate you coming on, and I'll speak to you tonight. 
Absolutely, Craig. Looking forward to it, man. Have a great day. All right, there he is, the tight end whisperer. A lot of good information there. I didn't even know who that player was on the Raiders. That's a first. Didn't even know who he was talking about there. Shows you that I got to do a little bit more research before the fantasy football season begins. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, it's time for a little exit velocity here on the show. You're listening to the Tuesday edition of Fantasy Sports Today, and don't go away. someone to do a serious crime with? Yang's your guy. Yang will not snitch. He will not roll over. Under interrogation, our boy Yang, he'll just annoy the cops so much they'll let him go. They'll be like, so where were you last night? He'll be like, you mean last night or you mean the night before last night? Because you see, I took Lev Bell first, fourth overall, and then, you know, it's like, no, I didn't ask you about your fantasy team. Like, Yang should be like a criminal or a politician. Like, he's a master deflection. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Bring it! Make it rain. Dak is going to get a deal done sooner rather than later. They are going to work that out. Amari Cooper is going to follow right behind. And then I think Zeke Elliott has just got to figure out, what do you want to do here, pal? You uh, you just don't have the leverage against a group, the Dallas Cowboys, that has gotten a $5 billion organization off of leverage. That's how they built this empire. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD, plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. <sighs> I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. The Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. It's our final segment of Fantasy Sports Today. Of course, Dr. Roto, Adam Ronis are standing by for full-time fantasy coming up in just a couple of minutes. But we cannot end this show ever with a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, we end with exit velocity today, and this is just so annoying. Jerry Jones saying that Zeke who in the interview that you saw on TV, and you have to always have context. Now Zeke Elliott is all upset about what Jerry Jones said. And if you and if you went back and you watched the entire interview, he was just kidding around, and it wasn't disrespectful at all. And it just shows you we steal the headlines without reading the meat of the story. And this is another one of those situations. Zeke, don't take it personal with Jerry Jones. And I understand it at this point. It looks like Zeke Elliott just doesn't want to play in the preseason in practice. I have a feeling this is all going to get resolved pretty soon, in a week or two. That'll do it for the show. Thanks again to everybody who listened. Also, thank you so much to Howard Bender and Lenny Melnick for coming on the program. We got full-time fantasy coming your way next. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow at noon for the Wednesday edition of Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. Hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow at noon, everybody. See ya.